0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of More Than Beauty with Daniel Mason-Jones. On today's episode, well, you guys know I'm always excited, but today I'm really excited because I have one of my personal friends here. Um, Not only is she a friend, she's a colleague, someone that I look up to, and let's just face it, right now in 2020, we're all looking for that person that brings us inspiration and always a smile. This is her. So um, Christine Fitzpatrick is going to join us today, and we're going to be talking about a topic that so many people across the world maybe haven't talked about maybe you have talked about it but i'm going to share her journey of where she was to where she is today so welcome to the episode christine hi i am so excited we're finally doing this
1: i'm so excited
0: (laughs) so oh my gosh let's just start you know meeting you number one the first time we got to meet was was you say what two years ago three years ago
1: Yeah, and it's like two and a half. (laughs) Not
0: that I'm counting. Give give our listeners a little bit of what that was like.
1: Oh my gosh. Y'all, one minute you're like (laughs) watching Daniel Mason Jones on Modern Salon, realizing he's your colleague, and then next minute you're being asked to shadow him, and next thing you know, we're friends. (laughs)
0: Like inseparable.
1: (laughs) And... You know, everyone knows that everyone that meets you gets to know like you're the easiest person to meet once you, you know, it's like you're, you're so nervous and then you, you're you just another person and you're the easiest person and you're, the, people don't understand how funny and how friendly and so we hit it off real fast and then you immediately took me out of my comfort
0: zone. <laughs> <laughs> kind of known for that, right? <laughs> so yeah i remember that day we were in uh detroit michigan or somewhere in the outskirts i don't Uh remember but we were in a salon and there was there was just a few people there i think we had a hundred (laughs) people small little class and uh i was like okay so i want to have you introduce me to the room what was that like
1: oh my gosh i was so nervous at the time and you were like girl you got this." (laughs) <laughs> like it was no big deal
0: exactly, exactly. and it
1: really wasn't
0: <laughs> so that kind of started us on a journey of not only being friends we've we've seen each other in multiple cities now at this point and been to different classes with each other um, including one we'll talk about later today but you know one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on is October is known for various reasons there's all sorts of causes and initiatives throughout the month of october one of them being sobriety and you know what christine you you're just one of those people if you meet you you love you (laughs) and uh i don't think i really understood like i had fallen in love with this personality that seemed larger than life you always have this amazing smile on your face and when you came to new york to the ultimate shift class that we did at the academy um, and I really got to know you, we, we kind of unpeeled some layers there and it wasn't until then that I got to know the real you. So I'm going to have you, um, you know, we we'll, are going to dig deep in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. it just, because your story is powerful, it's, it's so powerful and it's liberating for so many, but, you know, let me ask you first, what is something that if just by seeing you that nobody would ever guess about you?
1: Oh, probably that. I'm a car fanatic, like you.
0: <laughs> Love that. What's your favorite but car?
1: Even more specific, like a muscle car fanatic. So I'm like the American muscle girl.
0: That's amazing. So,
1: yeah, I don't think people would really guess that.
0: <laughs> totally not. Totally. Not. I think that's pretty amazing. You have to come here to Georgia sometime. We have car shows all the time. Um, and they're pretty fun. So um, that's pretty amazing. So let me, let me find out a little bit. What was your upbringing? Like, where did you grow up? Tell me a little oh. about you. <laughs> well,
1: this is where you'll find out I'm a car free. <laughs> so I come from, you know, like blue collar working family. My mom grew up in the projects in Detroit. So even like, you know, low income poverty. And then my dad also, I think they came out of poverty, but then my dad moved up from Alabama. So there were some Southern roots and, So I come from a really hardworking family in Michigan, and mom and dad still live together in the same house that I go see them at when I go to Michigan.
0: That is so amazing. (laughs) I love that they're still together and doing things.
1: (laughs) They're so cute.
0: I think that's really amazing. Um, If I had to ask you, like, when you meet somebody, what is the first thing that you notice about them?
1: Oh God, I, I immediately notice like everything about a person. I think I am so good at reading people. Like immediately, I just pick up on their energy and read like their whole aura. I feel like I'm you like, you Daniel, where I could like tell like, yeah, like you know their whole life within like five minutes. I think that's a gift we have.
0: Is it a gift <laughs> or is it a curse? <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> <laughs> I questioned that very thing.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: I think for me, like one of the first things that I notice about a person now is energy. You know, it's, it's the first thing I, I go off of. Do I feel good around them? Do I feel safe around them? And uh, it, it previously has always been a smile. And now that we wear masks. Um, out of being responsible, we don't always get to see the smile, but sometimes I look for that little that little squint in the eye. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think you're smiling, right? Um, and that was the first thing I noticed about you. And you know, as as I got to know more about you, I was like, this woman is strong. You are so strong, and of course, you're in the beauty industry with me. A lot of my podcasts are geared toward every industry, but this one I wanted to bring on. Of course, this is for any industry too, because if somebody is in a difficult place in life, they can bring themselves up. So I want to fast forward a little bit. We were in New York City together for the Ultimate Shift uh, class, which, by the way, I have to be honest with you, when I taught that class, it was, it was sold out like immediately. And um, Jessica and I, we had so much fun teaching it. But we honestly, it was a two-day program, Sunday and Monday. And on Saturday night, we sat in New York City in the hotel rooms saying, what are we going to teach tomorrow? And both of us, because we also are empaths, we were like, let's just go with the flow. And I think you would agree. It was, an, it was beyond powerful. What happened in that room day one and day two, there were, there were so many breakthroughs in business and life and career, family, relationship. Like it was just, it was so insane to me um, so tell, tell us a little bit about what that was like for you, because that was when I really got to know Christine Fitzpatrick.
1: That's so funny, because I remember thinking, like, I'm going to take this class and get to really know Daniel Mason-Jones and Jessica Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I was going with my besties, Trisha and David, and so I think amazing. we all had different expectations. Yes. And I think mine were geared more towards what really happened in the class yeah and you know like from the vision boards to the breakthroughs oh my god it was insane i was just talking about the guided meditation earlier i was (laughs) talking about that oh my god and like i believe that that class is still like manifesting years later and oh my god just talking about it the energy
0: (laughs) it was pretty powerful when you got up to tell your story in the segment where we had everyone just kind of introduce who they were and, and what they were there for, your story was captivating. So would you mind sharing a, a bit of that with our, with our listeners and viewers?
1: Absolutely. And it's funny that we've already mentioned my mom, because as we were talking about my mom earlier, I started thinking about how my mom had a lot to do with that story. And remember, we had some friends that were there with their moms. Mm -hmm. And so it was very family oriented.
0: It really was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I think you told us you know you wanted us to break through like everything and i think also as like a facilitator and a teacher and like speaking in front of groups and you just wanted to help us like get rid of like i think you're always helping people you know lift people up and i think that i just trusted you and was like you know what i'm gonna give it all and tell my story for the first time and mom came in because i told how my mom had to kind of save me and bail me out of jail and i my mom went through all my addiction with me and i felt like you know i shouldn't even deserve her and everything every, everything that i put her through and it was so funny i was so excited to tell her i was doing this <laughs> but god i'm so grateful that I shared my story and that it was captivating but I think um it really helped me and you know I had a cousin commit suicide during like my addiction and I was drunk when it happened I was in the house and I you know I told you about that I think I told you about just all of the things that led up to that and everything that's all the breakthroughs that have happened, I got sober and moved to New Orleans after. And it's pretty so
0: bold, funny. I must say. Someone, <laughs> we'll someone that battled, Orleans, <laughs> yeah, it's like the first place on the map that I wouldn't move to if I had an addiction would be New Orleans, so wow. I am at
1: a party, like you have my one big last party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny so you had a definite shift and at the time you know not only have you conquered addiction and made it through day to day just just by really inspiring people of course i could we could do three more podcasts talking about the hair but i don't even care about the hair side of you today i'm interested in the human side of you and um so just getting through that but then not only that you had something else remarkable you worked hard for it, but you had something remarkable happen over the past little bit of time. What, what was that like? Your, your weight loss journey, you're working out, you're getting um, healthy.
1: Yes. I had just started losing weight right before the ultimate shift. And I remember, I just remember telling myself and thinking and knowing you and meeting you and working with you and becoming your friend and your colleague. And I think I just knew that it was going to be a shift. Like I told myself, this class is going to be the ultimate shift. And I remember really like spiking, losing weight from there. And I remember like going to the gym in the morning before walking 10 miles around New York City. And I remember you pushing us out of our boxes to do videos. Oh my god. That was like one of the first videos I recorded.
0: And it was amazing. I I still have it (laughs) saved on my phone. (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh my gosh we had to send them oh my
0: god I and I it.
1: oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> and yeah and I just kept like kept getting better from there and I just think I kept pushing myself and it's crazy
0: you've grown into this person that I knew was there all along. So how much weight did you end up losing throughout this crazy journey? Or did you even keep track? I don't think it even mattered to you probably.
1: You know, there was like days it didn't and days it did, you know, and and then I believe like infinite and finite, you know, like once you have like that one end goal, like it's kind of what do I do from there? So I didn't want to get like two, but I lost seventy pounds and I'm like, wow struggled to not <laughs> like <laughs> That's amazing. But, Yeah. And it's just been a real, like a real healthy journey, a whole new lifestyle.
0: I think that's amazing. So, can I ask you, what drives you?
1: Oh my gosh, what drives me? I really want to, like, take it back to my roots and say, like, my parents. And, you know, I watched my parents have nine to fives and just, you know, that was not going to be my life.
0: Yes. And my life boring that would be.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> and I
1: was not going to live like in debt or you know paycheck to paycheck or and I just think that the whole lifestyle and that that's what really drives me is knowing like what I want.
0: I love that. Do you believe in luck or do you think like you create your own you manifest all this yourself?
1: I believe that you have maybe like a little bit of luck. And like, it's up to you what you can do with
0: that. <laughs> 100%. Right. I, uh, I actually have a podcast written. It's actually sitting beside me here. I, I may do it later tonight, but about the power of manifestation, I want to tell some things that have happened recently through manifestation and it's amazing. Your mind is so incredibly powerful. And so many times there's these energy blocks or generational curses or um, just fears that have blocked us from being who it is that we're supposed to be. And I say that my job here is to push you through those and let you understand like what what was in the past is not your future. And those, those fears, we have to move all of that crazy stuff aside because look at you now. Like It's so funny the Christine that I met, then you're still amazing you always have been but now I see you manifesting and living this life that I knew was always there and it makes me so happy that's one of the reasons I had to have you on a podcast to talk about this so what's your what's like your favorite part of your career
1: my favorite part oh my god I want to say the travel but here we are sitting at home on zoom during a pandemic
0: can you imagine who would have, but, been, have been not.
1: Oh, just the meeting the people and getting out and going in places like I could never only work in the salon. You know, I have to keep getting out and keep moving.
0: Exactly. I know you do so much bridal work, which is amazing. So that's, that's kind of cool to get out and see different locations. God love you for doing bridal hair. I did it in the beginning of my career. And it's actually a gift that I have is, is formal hair. And I do love to put hair up but the brides wore me completely out. Typically it wasn't the bride, it was the bride's mother. Um, I'm like, oh, if we can just get her a box of bonbons and set her Uh in the corner, I'm fine. But I was like, I I can't do this. <laughs>
1: totally. It's either the bride's mother or her sister or it's a relative. It's never her.
0: It's never. I'm her.
1: like, which one? Where is she?
0: Or one of the crazy bridesmaids that's like, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. do you
0: do you like do you think I should no? I don't think you should. <laughs> Thank God for Associates.
1: I'm like, can you can
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly? So for someone that's listening right now on on this podcast, or if they're watching us on YouTube, um, what advice would you give somebody that maybe is in a dark place? They're struggling and maybe, you know, they, they're addicted. They want to give it up. Um, They're hurting, they're broken. They have aspirations. Like what would, what would you say?
1: I would say, don't let yourself talk yourself out of a beautiful life without addiction. And it's really a day to day and you just have to take it day by day next thing you know, you're eight years in. I mean, the first year is the hardest. And I think that we don't think we could do anything without, you know, that drink in your hand or, and that liquid courage or whatever it is. And I think that it's just the fear. And it's like, you know, it's scary to be in the world by yourself. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's okay. You know, it's going to be okay. You're, just fine by yourself, doing yourself, do you, and take it day by day.
0: You know, I think I read something. I I didn't, I did read something. I think it was this morning. Um, The alcohol abuse this year in 2020 for women has, has increased by 43%.
1: It's so scary,
0: you know, and to your point, I think a lot of people are self-medicating because they're in pain and, you know, people have lost their jobs. There's all sorts of things that are happening right now. And people are turning to that to kind of numb, numb the situation. What was the last day? Like, what was the, the last straw that you were like, I'm done?
1: Oh God, Daniel, the last straw was me wearing like a five inch pair of heels and tripping and trying to, like, impress this boy I met working on a movie. And <laughs> next thing you know, I'm in downtown Detroit, like, trying to get a ride home. And I, that was my last straw. I had quite a few, but that was the one that, that was eight years ago yesterday. from No the-
0: way. Are you kidding me?
1: No. And when I figured it out after we got off the phone, I was like,
0: <gasps> Isn't it so weird how things work?
1: that's not luck baby
0: <laughs> it's not that's that's wow because I would have had the uh, the podcast interview yesterday if we could have when I called you I was like will you do this um that's amazing so do you, are there days that you totally miss it
1: um I would say there used to be but then like the last couple of years of losing weight like not really I feel like you know it's like a new addiction. Like the gym became like a new healthy addiction, and you know people. We really do like to replace addictions with other things, but you can replace it with really positive, healthy solutions.
0: Exactly. You know, and sometimes I wonder. I don't know. I don't know the the stats on this. I wonder if everybody has some sort of addiction. You know, for me, it would be obvious that I am work addicted. Um, there's never a moment in my day that I'm not thinking about what I can't do next. You know, as even as we were setting up this podcast, you were like, I'm gonna go grab a light really fast. I was already looking on to the next project. <laughs> he um, was
1: designing an office. Y'all. Right.
0: Designing an office. <laughs> well, what else can I do tonight? Um, so there there's a lot of that in, in my family. You know, we I come from a family of addiction too. My parents are not, but um, the rest of my family have battled. They currently battle. And it's just so sad to see what people go through and and it can really ruin your life if you're not careful. So um, yeah, so what are three words? If I could pull three words right now from your mouth to describe you, what would they be?
1: Three words to describe me would be, I wanna say driven. And because that's on any day, whether you know whether it's just driven to be a good daughter that day, or you know something is driving me, and that's why I love driving cars, probably, <laughs> I'm behind the wheel, the control,
0: wheel. <laughs> the control. You're in control. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, seriously, and that goes with addiction too. Um, and I would say, like. Caring, I would say caring. I think I have this, like, even though I'm not a mother, I really have this like nurturingness from my mom. So I'm driven, I'm caring, and empathetic.
0: Totally. That's
1: kind of with caring, but like, I'm an empath. When you said that earlier, and I was like, yeah, I need to start really using that and diving into that.
0: It's a gift to have. I mean, I joked about it earlier saying, is it a gift for for her? It really is a gift, you know. There, there are days that we have conversations with people, or we feel them, you know, in our chairs or out and about, and and we do hurt with them, but we also celebrate with them. So I think to be able to have that extra layer of feeling toward other people is really nice. You know, that's that's one of the things for my own self personally that I hope to leave behind one day is that everybody that I met felt loved, right. Um, Right. That's all I, that'd be the only thing I would wish for probably in this life is just everybody that I met that they felt love when they were around me, because that's so important. You know, I, I, we all come from that place for growing up. There was a lot of people that I didn't feel that from, and I'm sure there's people that you didn't, everybody feels that way. We didn't feel that from. So if we can be that one person that offers light and love to people, well, why not? Totally. You're so cool.
1: <laughs>
0: Anything <laughs> We else both you have-
1: know what it's like to, you know, go through dark times and we know what it's like. So I feel like, you know, that's why we're using our gift and we know how to use our gifts now.
0: Exactly. And I think, you know, if, if people have been through it, whatever it is, if you've been through it and you survived it, then you have a testimony. Mm-hmm. Versus a sad story and people, you know, it's, it's easily people. Oh my God, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Don't be sorry for anybody that had to go through it because those people have an amazing story and chances are they're so strong and there's stories to help other people. And I believe that's what you're doing. I know you've, you've helped me I, again. Like there are times that I've been speaking on stage and I see you out in the audience. It just makes me happy. It makes me feel like a, like I did something right. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my so anything God. else that you would share with, with our listeners about um, resources? Could they reach out to you maybe on social media if they're oh, struggling and
1: absolutely. how would they find you? Absolutely. Please. I would love anyone to reach out. My Instagram is hair and makeup by Tine Team. My Facebook is Christine Fitzpatrick. And honestly, I've had hairdressers and all kinds of women and people reach out to me over the last eight years, whether it's how to make a hair and makeup artist, whether it's how to get sober, whether it's how to lose weight, whether it's just how to keep a happy face on every day doing what we do. And I I want to be like Daniel and help people. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to actually link your information in the show notes here and on YouTube. Also, I'll link that information so that people have access to you and listen, to everyone that is following me and you're listening to this or watching it, Christine is truly someone that I look up to. That's one of the very reasons that I invited her to be on this. And as this podcast gets started, everyone that I'll bring on to this is people that I believe in that will help make you better. So Christine, thank you for your time. Um, you're just so special so special
1: Daniel, thank you for having me do this i seriously couldn't believe it and i mean i think sometimes it's hard to even believe is this happening to me and it's like i'm so grateful for the opportunity to even be your friend all alone and do this and thank you so much i so amazing.
0: honored i love you and appreciate you so much for being in my life and, and i'm now excited to share you with all of my friends
1: <laughs> i love you and appreciate you and now people will actually believe me you're my friend
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're amazing all right thank you so much hey everyone thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of more than beauty i hope that you found inspiration love and light in this episode as i introduce you to my dear friend christine